this uh, presented by myself, Aidan Raftery. And of course, as always, we have Thomas Callahan from uh, from Castlery Kings, coach of both the men's and the women's team. Hello, Thomas. How are you? Are you well? I'm good, Aidan. Thanks for having me back. No, it's always good to have you back. It's always good to have you back. And uh, yeah, the, it's great. I've noticed over the last month or so, um, it's good to see Castlery Kings Basketball Club being featured heavily in the local newspapers now with uh, you know both the men both the men's and the women's teams that's good for the that's good for the profile of the club and of course um it's a, it's a testament to the i suppose the commitment that you and the players are putting into it as well isn't it uh yeah it's been great you know something like with the men's team down the last we've been here here and there we haven't had any really we have and it's been ourselves as much as anything haven't really uh had that consistent coverage. So it's good to have um, week on week, whenever we have games, it being covered in the papers. So um, and that's up to, <clears throat> um, we have a member of the women's team there, Chloe Finan, who does, uh, she's studying uh, marketing and branding and uh, bits like that in college. So she has a module there. So she's been really helping me and uh, some, and the men's team and uh, the women's team as well uh, that she's on to, uh, you know, just being get in contact with the right people like yourself, um, yeah. people from the Herald, people from the Roscommon people, and um, just getting the information and reports on the games and photos in there. So um, it's really good to have that over uh, the last few weeks. And that's um, all down to Bowie really uh, just kind of giving us the heads up that we should be doing it more and making more of an effort for it. That's it, and I mean, every everyone is putting in an effort, and and I think it is it is important that the efforts, both not not only efforts from yourself, but the efforts from the players as well, and other coaches, and that it it's it's nice to see see it getting recognition, and uh, it seems to be coming to fruition as well because both teams are, are are doing well, especially the ladies team now. Um, as I say, first year. Uh, first year out and things like that and uh, I suppose for the, the men's team the, the teams are a bit harder because the, the other I suppose the other clubs in um, in your division are, are kind of uh, they're around a, a bit longer than yourselves so uh, but uh, you know both teams are making great headway and uh, you know developing season on season and game on game as well which is great uh, yeah absolutely um, you know we've been we've actually had a bit of a lull the last few weeks um, with games or whatnot, um, but we had like with the women's Joe, the results like they haven't gone. The last two games we played our two game two fixtures against Boyle home and away. We got them um, played back to back. So we played Boyle at home on Friday the eleventh. There about two weeks ago, <clears throat> and then we played the away. <clears throat> excuse me, we played the away fixture then uh, last Wednesday. So um, and two losses, but. I'm happy with. I'm happy. I like. They were far better than um, we were against Drumlish. We won against Drumlish by five points, but we should have won by more. And we came into Boyle the next game at home, and uh, I was so happier with the defense, the energy, the effort, the conviction we were playing with. Um, you know, the first possession, I think Kerry Harkin, you know, got a hand in the passing lane and knocked a pass loose, and Rachel Mulligan then dove on the loose ball. You know, uh, the rebound. So much better. Eve O'Rourke was um, still gobbling up rebounds, and then uh, Sandra and Rebecca Kane were like demanding it off her so they could push the floor fast. So uh, just the conviction, the energy, the sharpness was a lot better. Uh, but um, 
Boyle then, like Boyle are a lot tougher team than Drumlish. So uh, we knew Boyle were going to be a team that we probably weren't going to get a result against. But, um, you know, they have a girl there, Sarah Tyrrell, who's she scored 22 points all right in the middle of the page. Just great strength and uh, experience and great finishing. Um, she's very comfortable just putting her moves together and finding the basket. So, and also Emer Healy there, she refs a lot of our men's games and some of our women's games too when she's free. She's a great post player and we just don't have a lot of experience defending the post. Um, and she punished us. She got a lot of fouls, got to the line a lot. So I think she had 13 or 14 on the night. Um, and then outside that, they have a lot of like just experienced, good energy, know how to play defense, know where they can get steals, um, know how to secure rebound players that they can rely on to complement those two. So Boiler are a very tough team. They've, a lot of their players played for the Western Warriors, who were a team in the league the last few years. I think they won it, or they definitely won the cup competition um, there before COVID uh, put a halt on things. So they're a very strong team. So we were happy to, um, like, do, this game kind of showed us that we can compete with the likes yeah. of Boyd. So we, the game could have gone either way down the stretch. You know, it was I think it was level with about three or four minutes to go. But just that bit of experience, um, a few players went their way um, and they pulled away to win by seven. Which is, you know, seven is a three-possession game. It's three baskets, you know. And um, so I was, and I think we were proud of ourselves after that home game against them that, um, you know, we showed ourselves we can compete uh, against a team like uh, Boyle. Um, and I suppose for us, uh, on the offensive side of things, obviously our defense was... Um, vastly improved um, on the offensive side of things uh, Sandra Kane had had another big game shot the ball well um, she had six three-pointers she had 22 points for the game then so um, obviously another fantastic performance from her uh, on offense um, Abby Flanagan she's one of our fifth years came out in the first quarter and she couldn't miss I think she had eight I think she had seven or eight points in that first quarter. She from the mid-range area, just couldn't miss all beautiful wide open mid-range shots. So the thing we've been working on with Abby is, you know, she's a brilliant shooter from that range. But yeah. sometimes, sometimes she hesitates. She thinks she's nearly too um, unselfish. You know, she'll hold the ball and maybe look for a better pass. But, you know, I, I, like we've been telling Abby, you know, you're like next to Sandra. She's probably the second option scoring wise on the team. Um, yeah. So, uh, we've been telling her, you know, don't hesitate. If you feel like you're open, like shoot the ball. You know, like nobody's gonna, um, nobody's gonna give out to you, or nobody's gonna be disappointed with your decision to shoot because we know that you're probably gonna score. You know, so it's just that building that confidence and in their uh, in her ability, and it proved on uh, this one against a really tough boil team. Like um. They, uh, they couldn't deal with her in that first quarter. So hopefully now she can carry that into her next few appearances as the in the run-in in the season. Um, yeah, they pulled away by seven in the end. I was happy as well. There was a few good performances. Um, Rebecca Kane was, came in. She struggled to find the basket to make plays, but she did push the ball very well. Um, she's probably the fastest player on our team in transition. Transition. So when we get her on the break, she's really effective. But um, uh, Boyle as well were very intense. So I think she maybe didn't get the opportunities she usually gets to push that ball up and down the court. Um, Khalees, uh Curran grew into it a bit. She had a few turnovers. I think she was uh, um, 
kind of got a bit of a fright with the pace of the game. She had a few turnovers early, but I think it's a sign of her growing IQ in the, in the game that later on, when everything got the ball, she opted to move it on quick rather than trying to drive against his own defence, you know. The way to beat yeah. his own the ball and find to get her, um, uh, rather than try and force it like through, because if you drive inside, they're just going to collapse on you. So I think it, that was a learning curve for Khalees, uh, and she'll have grown from it, because later in the game, she started moving the ball, and we started getting open looks. Um, and then Ellie Mulrennan came in early, and I think it was similar enough. She was kind of, the pace of the game kind of caught her on the hop. But then she came back in in the third quarter and she had one brilliant basket where she set a screen to let Abby free. Abby got the pass and then Ellie had relocated after her screen to uh, get wide open over the, under the basket. And Abby found her for an easy layup. And then Ellie had another brilliant assist where it seemed like she was stuck in the corner in a trap. Um, but then she found this like beautiful lob pass, long lob pass over the top to the other side of the basket to uh, Abby, who finished uh, confidently. So, um, you know, a few learning moments, um, but also a lot of good moments for the young players in the game. And to only like to really be in the game with that little time left and that it could have gone either way just kind of showed us that we are there, thereabouts, as long as we show up and as long as we go into games with the right mentality. Um, we feel like, you know, we have the beating of the likes of Boyle or maybe Mohill uh, and Logford, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, and I think really um, that that's the key too. I mean, as I said there, it's, it's, your, it's the girls' first season out. Very talented player, very talented players as well. It, it's a season where it's kind of, you know, the, the players are still gelling and it's it seems to be coming game on game but I, I think it's it's really only against the tougher teams even even though you mightn't have won again you might not have won those games it's only by playing the harder or the more difficult sides that you'll actually really learn I, I suppose the girls both individually and collectively and you as a coach as regards to we, we say you know game on game when they're playing the likes of Boyle and that you know, spotting the things that they need to improve on in each game, and then once once they're gone through, then it's kind of eliminating those mistakes and say, you know, the the next time they'll do it, they'll do it better. And it's it seems to be, uh, in fairness to the girls, it seems to be um, a very incremental improvement. Like you know, it's great to see every game there's an improvement, which is a which is a huge thing for both yourself as a coach and both the girls individually and collectively. Um, yeah, absolutely. Because, um, and it's for, like you said, individually, because we went into the next game then, Boyle away, um, just last Wednesday. Um, uh, but we were down numbers, you know, it was a midweek game, and we're kind of under pressure to get these fixtures played before, uh, you know, the deadline for the season, which is in a few weeks. So we went down, we only had seven. Um, we had the two Canes. Um, we had Kerry Harkin and we had Chloe Finan. Uh, fill up the wing spots um, uh, and we had Holly Hopkins, Maureen Quinn and Ellie Mulrennan came down as well. So just a few a few girls ill, a few girls away. Obviously the O'Rourke's, Aoife was in, um, she's preparing for World Championships this summer so she was in England at a training camp and obviously Lisa was um, away. She won her under 22 European gold medal there during the week so we were missing her so but obviously, like we were nearly glad to miss her if she was up to those sort of getting those sort of achievements yeah. under 
no, it's, we a balance, it's a balancing act, really, isn't it? Uh, but she she's back now again, and hopefully she'll be she she'll be available for a few of the games now. But uh, as as you said, um, she's she's a busy a busy girl, like kind of uh, because she she's with the Roscom footballers as well. Lisa is so it's uh, it's it's keeping it all going. But I suppose because she's in. Um, She's involved in all three to an extent. I suppose it's a double-edged sword on one side. It's kind of, you know, she's getting a lot fitter, but also it's very hard for her to fit in recovery as well when she's involved in all three sports. But, I mean, for yourselves, with, with, with those kind of things in mind, it has to be a huge plus uh, because, you know, the fitter, the fitter, and I suppose kind of, I suppose her basketball cuteness, if you know what I mean, it, it comes into play as well. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's um, <laughs> with Lisa this year. It's kind of just been delighted to have her when she's around. But yeah. and when she's not around, it's obviously you know, wish her all the best because she's like when she. I think she makes that Roscommon team a different team when she's there. You know, she just yeah. lifts the pace and intensity, and the boxing is obviously it's about reading, the game, reading the game. I mean, like you know, she's she's good at reading, like you know, in Gaelic football, in um, in basketball. She just seems to know the right places to be at the right times, and uh, uh, of course, the, the cuteness also comes from the ba- from from the boxing as well, because uh, uh, you know it's it's about avoiding the punches, you know, in uh, in in the, the boxing as well, and knowing when to strike. So, I mean, they're they're all key skills, and uh, they're transferable skills around throughout the uh, the three throughout the three sports. Uh, yeah, and I think it's uh, decision making as well. I know it. Yeah with boxing and basketball um, and even football now just recognising when what situation you're in like if you're on a fast break and you're in a 3v2 or a 3v1 you're going to have you know to move the ball or if you catch the ball and look up to know if there's a lot of traffic one side of you that there's probably somebody going to be open the other side of you or if you draw a second defender you know the decision the right decision should be to move the ball or like we were saying with Abby. Flanagan earlier on, if the if there's nobody near you, your decision is to shoot the ball. You know, it's just those situationals. And I think the likes of basketball and um, for all the girls, not just Lisa, like uh, I think every member of the panel is playing football um, uh, are intense to this year, you know, and, uh, you know, it's decision-making, you know, and recognising just spaces and uh, where you can execute, where you have numbers in transition and things like that. Um, and obviously boxing, footwork, you know, covering, like, even though you might not feel like you're covering a lot of ground, you know, really pushing off your feet to get out of spaces and create space between you and your opponent. You know, that's, like, I'm not, <laughs> obviously, uh, uh, the O'Rourke's work in boxing kind of maybe makes them good at that in basketball and not the other way around. But post-playing yeah. basketball, that one dribble, and then push off the front foot to get the space to get up a little shot, you know. Um, so just little things like that, you know, Anyone who like works in more than one sport or is involved in more than one sport sees that all these little things to do with space is uh, always transferable. So yeah, it's a it's um, it's about if you if you don't have space, creating space, and I think that's where the if uh, and like well, all the girls now at this stage they're 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 becoming uh, very aware of it and and things like that. But it's it's you know that that is key. If 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 you're in a situation where you don't have space and you're you're being surrounded, it's kind of be that that little kind of shimmy one way or the other or whatever you know whatever needs to be done just to create that space. And that's in some situations that isn't always easy. But if you have that ability, it uh, it, it makes it a lot easier, which which is great. And uh, you know. 
it's like I said there, it's uh, they may not have won against uh, those two games against Boyle, but it's all a learning curve. And I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of of that that you can take into, a lot of positives then when this season is over that you can take into next season and uh, you'll be a a better team for it. But I I suppose it's not all over yet. They still have have, um, a game against Sligo coming up as well and uh, they're a good side as well. Yeah, so I think I think we have a bit of resolve now and a bit of belief. After that second game against Boyle, you know, we competed well and we had a chance because one of Boyle's good players, Emer Healy, um, got ejected from the game for, um, you know, two fouls that were deemed unsportsmanlike. Now, it was a bit controversial. You know, and other refs might have not called them, but um, so Boyle weren't happy with that. Uh, and that kind of opened the door for us to come back into the game. And we were only down four at halftime. And we were only down nine going into the fourth. But because of our numbers, you know, we only had seven. Just the legs were complete in the fourth. And they pulled away for a big enough win. We couldn't get a rebound in that fourth quarter. But like I said, coming off the court, all of the girls, like Rebecca Kane had pushed it up and down. She was in, she was pulled over. She was so tired. And the three girls at the yeah. back, three yeah, inside players, they were exhausted as well. You know, Ellie, Holly and Maureen. So I couldn't have asked for more. Sandra as well. Um, I know we talk about her scoring all the time. But this was the game, you know, she really showed great leadership. She didn't stop working, didn't stop trying, you know, for, and she played the full 40 minutes. So, um, and then, you know, they, they ended up hammering us uh, because of that fourth quarter. But I think the performance in the second and third and the performance in our first game at home uh, kind of showed us if we show up correct in numbers, we can compete with teams. So, yeah, Sligo at home, uh, it's going to be on Friday the 8th. Um, they're going to be very tough. They're undefeated in the league. They're baiting all around them. They have some very talented players. Siobhan Kilkenny, any time we play against Siobhan, um, I always just say, like, girls, just watch her, learn from her, look at her eyes, look at the way she's able to dribble with the head up and find passes that, like, nobody else could find, you know. So that's going to be very tough. Louise Hart as well inside and uh, even all around that, they're just a very technically good fundamental player. It'll be tough, but, I again, we should have Lisa for it. Uh, hopefully at the for it. So we'll if we play come out and play physical and show them that we're not going to back down from them. Um and we should have Abby as well, hopefully back scoring for us. So um we should be in good shape to maybe compete against them at least. And you never know, you know, if I was saying to the girls last night at training, if something like what happened to that Boyle player Emer happens to one of Sligo's good players where they get out of the game early, you know, you could open a window and anything could happen. So yeah. um it's just that bit of belief. And then, but season realistically, the fixture we're targeting comes down to Longford at home. Um, that'll be after the Sligo game in the following weeks. Um, you know, I think we're fourth and uh, Longford are fifth um, or vice versa, depending on uh, their next results. So um, it's kind of, it comes down to that, to see who gets that final top four spot. So uh, and we bet them earlier in the year, but uh, they've added players since. So, We'll look for a good challenge and giving our best. Uh, but the picture we're really targeting is that Longford one. Um, you know, to try and secure, like to get top four in our first season, really, as this uh, form of Castery women's team would be a great achievement for us. That's it. And of course, uh, there's there's a lot of factors that's helping you in that. Obviously, great sponsors, um, you know, getting the gear, getting the coverage, um, the coaching, getting things right. I suppose analysis, all these kind of things are contributing factors to improving. And, uh, 
you know, it's it, it's like I always say in sports, you never lose, you either win or you, you learn. And if you learn, then you, you don't lose. So it's only where if you make the mistakes, you don't learn from them and you keep them making the mistake. That's the only way you, you kind of lose. But uh, I suppose moving on to the moving on to the men's section now, and they've uh, they have some uh, key fixtures coming up against that loan and Carrick and Shannon. So uh, two um, two big enough games for them. Uh, yeah, so we um, so Donegal, we lost Donegal there recently, and then they beat Athlone, who were kind of the next closest team, uh, as well. So unless something outrageously <laughs> calamitous happens up with Donegal, they probably have the league wrapped up. Um, but then, like the top four, just because we were in that title race, doesn't mean our top four spot is um, wrapped up because Sligo seniors are there, Mohill are there. Um, ourselves and Donegal so that's four teams competing for three spots so somebody's got to drop out so um, uh, yeah we're playing at Lone now this Wednesday coming the 30th up there they're going to be very tough um, they have a guy called Danny Mooney who's just this phenomenal point guard talent um, he's been scoring like 30-40 points a game and some they play Midlands League as well sometimes so um, we're going to kind of focus on him defensively uh, but they do have good shooters around them, so it's just a matter of trying to get the ball out of his hand and then working as hard as we can to get out to the shooters then. Um, so if we win that, we should be in good shape. Carrick then, we're playing them the following Sunday, the third at home. So uh, they have a big guy, Kevin Brady, who's very talented. Um, he's not just a big lump inside. He's got great footwork, great finishing. And they generally try to play around him. So we're probably going to play maybe a zone defence closer to our own basket to try and deal with him as opposed to pushing out like we will against that loan. Uh, but two winnable games, you know, uh, we should uh, be looking to win them both. Uh, if we win the one against that loan, we uh, are expecting to, it's this, we're expecting it to be a tougher fixture. Um, but that doesn't mean we're going to overlook the one against Carrick because, you know, if we drop any game at this stage, whether it be to that loan or Carrick, um, you know, we were putting ourselves under massive pressure uh, with securing the top four spot. So, um, yeah, hopefully the next time I talk to you, so we'll have uh, two wins and hopefully have that top four spot wrapped up. That's it, and that that'll be a great that'll be a great a great finish to the season then, and uh, you know something as I said, the more than the guard team, something that you can take into I suppose the end of the season, preseason training, and into next next uh, season as well. So, um, but I suppose that as we as we do at, uh, each week, it's very important to give a mention to all the key I suppose the key factors. Of uh, running a club, and that's no more so than um, than the, the the good old sponsors that you have, and um, I suppose it's really you're, you're lucky to have that you have such such great sponsors, haven't you? Yeah, we're very uh, grateful again just to have them on board this year. Uh, Lions Mace, uh, Benny's Deli up on uh, Main Street, Cal Super Value across the road, and McGorty's as well on Main Street, um, McGorty's Bear. Uh, Webb's Butchers down on Patrick Street and Whispies down on Patrick Street as well and also to um, Jimmy Kearney gave us a few pounds he's the manager there down at the Carl Boyle um, and Trojan IT as well out in Boyle our captain Danny um, worked for them so they gave us a few pounds as well there recently so um, always great to just have that any little helps you know um, uh, covering costs of games and stuff and obviously to Harmac as well our jersey sponsor for the women's team um, 
we're um, I know we're not winning much, but at least we're uh, we're uh, looking good doing it. You know, with the <laughs> the new gear, so we're delighted with it. Um, so yeah, the sponsors brilliant. Um, always grateful to them. That's it, and I mean, look, look as you, you were saying there, you mightn't be winning, winning some games and things like that, but it's an ongoing project, and you know, with every with every game that goes by, you're improving, and I think that's the, that's the key thing in sport. Um, you know, there is always the future that you will you will get to that stage where you be winning more and more games, and I think that's um that's really the goal and the target that you're kind of looking looking towards. Uh, you know, on an ongoing basis. And I mean, both the men's and the women's, I mean, with your coaching and things and with the, the effort and the skill, the skillful and talented players you have, both for the men's and the women's, you know, that that that, that can that can come to fruition. Um, sometimes it just takes, it just takes uh, time to, to develop and that. And, but you, you'll get there in the end. Uh, yeah, like one of the things I know, um, like I was mentioning about that uh, first boil game, when, Kalise Karen was frustrated with herself afterwards because she had a good game against Drumlish and she had been getting better at a few moves in training but then she kind of struggled in that game so I was talking to her afterwards and we talked about staying the course you know stay the course trust the process all those cliches but I always yeah. say that they're, they're cliche because they're true you know and they work so um, yeah like you said it's there you know it's there we just have to stay patient stay with it and uh, you know our time will come Stick together on that, yeah. So, listen, thanks very much, Thomas, for doing uh, Castle Kings basketball uh, podcast with us this week, and we look forward to doing it all again next week. Thanks, Milton. I'll catch you next week. No problem. Thanks very much. And that was Thomas Callahan, the coach of Castle Kings Basketball Club. <laughs>